Cruise ship slash hotel workers of Reddit. What is something you aren't allowed to tell us? Odds are, someone died on your cruise. Think about all the old folks you see get onto the boat. For a lot of them, this is their retirement home, and cheaper than a lot of other retirement homes. They are literally taking cruises until they die, and we eventually find them in their cabins. Get a free fridge in your room. Say it is a medical need for medication. HIPAA laws mean they can't pressure details out of you. May not work for smaller motels slash hotels, but should for most larger hotels or cruises. Vegas hotel worker here. It works. If it's not for meds, I'm supposed to charge you, but I don't, because I don't get paid enough. May use this in the future. I am diabetic and am supposed to keep insulin refrigerated. I currently work as a housekeeper for seasonal slash summer. People leave anything and everything behind. Forget your curling iron? We probably have one. Need a charger? Yep. Toys for your child? You got it. If you ask, while we're in between rooms or cleaning a common area, we'd love to help you out. No one really asks. These occurrences slash policies may not be the case at every hotel. The staff on most all cruise lines are not trained nearly well enough to handle an abandoned ship situation. It will be chaos if it were to happen on a large vessel. The safety briefing you go to is just theater, and we want to be there even less than you do. Norovirus is way more common on ships than you would think. Security staff on ships are poorly equipped to handle a major security breach like an active shooter situation. The words bright star over the PA indicates a medical emergency is happening and is a page for medical staff to respond. The captain earns bonuses for saving fuel. Leaving port early or arriving late means the ship can go slower and conserve fuel, which means more money for the captain. Hotel worker here also. When you bring your children to our hotel for sporting events, baseball tourneys, etc., we really hate you more than them because you get drunk and ignore them while they tear our hotel apart. Take care of your kids, people! I worked for a fancy restaurant in a tourist town that catered to cruise line passengers looking to get away from the ships. Our desserts were frozen and shipped to us from a company named Gourmet Chefs. So, when you read the menu description, and we say that all of our desserts are prepared by Gourmet Chefs, we aren't lying. They were just reheated and prepared by a high school kid making $3 an hour. Hotel worker here, ask for everything you need, it will be provided. Also, complain about every problem you see, you won't believe the amount of free stuff complainers get, it's awful. And never forget to tip your bellboy. I don't exactly agree with complaining about every problem you see, that sounds like a great way to exploit some stuff. At the Fairfield Inns and Suites, they're only supposed to comp you one room. I found a used condom, crap in the bathtub, and a handgun in my room. They caught me two weeks worth of rooms. I did not keep the gun. I worked at the front desk of a decent hotel for a year. We had all sorts of stuff to give to guests if they needed it. Toothbrushes, toothpaste, razors, sewing kits, whatever. But we also had huge boxes of tampons in the back. Like, probably more tampons than a single person could consume in a lifetime. And yet they were by far the rarest thing guests asked for. Maybe because I'm male, but still, if I was a girl, I'd be all over that. Oh, oh buddy, oh you sweet summer child, you have no idea how many boxes of tampons girls go through. This was seven years ago, so policies might have changed since then. Ex-hotel employee here. If you ever need to cancel a hotel reservation, but it's already past the cancellation deadline, just call and move your reservation up a few days. Wait five minutes. Call back, now well within the cancellation window, and cancel your stay for free. Hotel worker here. I wouldn't do it. I would get in hot water. The next shift, however, would have no way of knowing when your reservation was changed and would absolutely cancel it for you. I worked as an improv actor on a cruise once for six months. What we don't tell you is, half the show is scripted. We just tie in your suggestions. 
User PixieLX had some great insights onto what goes on below the decks on a cruise ship the last time this was asked. I'm a cruise ship worker. First one is, we don't want you to know that we actually have more fun than the guests. Sure, we'll work the big white-hot party that you're all going to, but once we finish our shift, all heck is breaking loose in the crew bar. Just below and to the sides of where you are sleeping, there are crew members doing it, smoking and drinking. Our beers are $1. No drugs or spirits, though. We also don't want you to know that all those funny jokes we tell you at bingo, yeah, same ones are said every single cruise. That really funny answer you gave us about your wife during the happy couples game, heard it. It was said last cruise, and the one before that, and the one before that. We are not allowed to screw the passengers, but we do know all the nooks and crannies the cameras don't reach. There are morgues below deck and a jail cell. We get at least three deaths on board a month. Some people go on a cruise to die. And no, I do not know where Jack slash Rose is. They're not real people. Hotel worker here. Worked evenings and overnights for a few years now. This all doesn't apply to all hotels, but many. A lot of these will depend on how you treat the staff. Chargers are the number one most forgotten item. We have tons of them. If you are nice and ask where you can buy one, we will offer one. I don't care who you're banging in your room. And no, I don't know where to find hookers. Well, I do, but I'm staying out of that. We know what's good to eat. We also know where you will get sick from eating. Sometimes it's both, and I'll warn you. The pizza guy tells me if you stiff him on the tip. If you're an awful person, I'm less inclined to go out of my way to help you. I will not disclose whether you're here or not, but if the wife spotted your truck in the lot, you're still screwed. Use the safe for valuables. Most housekeepers are trustworthy, but are humans that are around your valuables. I can give you a discount. We have a little leeway with the price of your room. If we're not booked, I can knock off some cost. If we have one room left, I can also jack up the price, and my bosses will reward me for it. I have also jacked the price up just because I don't like someone. Had some tweakers come in. Every time they asked the price again, I raised it $10. They ended up paying $130 for a $90 room. Food quality varies. Don't expect gourmet meals. We only have a microwave and an oven. The eggs are from a box, but are still real eggs. Muffins are like the ones that come in tubes. Gravy is powdered mix. Everything is Cisco, so it's not bad, but it's not great. Be wary if you see a smart and final truck outside. Their quality is garbage. I can't always fix a noise complaint. If it's the people directly above you with kids running around, I can get them to stop. If it's some loud intimacy and I can't pinpoint where it's coming from, you're going to have to wait it out. If you leave change out after leaving for the day, housekeepers assume it's a tip. Don't complain when 70 cents is missing from your room. I will tolerate your crap, but only to a point. You could be rude, but if you get abusive, name-calling, making a scene, etc., that's over the line. Yes, I can kick you out. No, you won't get me fired. Yes, I will call the cops. No, there is no one else in town to stay on a Friday night. Yes, I'm still going to charge you for the first night. Cancellation policy, especially if I can't sell the room again. We have everything you may have forgotten. Toothbrush, razors, sewing needles and thread, deodorant, etc. Just ask. If we're booked, I will tell you so. Asking again will not magically make a room open up. We will call you a cab, but you dang well better be ready. The cab drivers have no patience for tourists. They know you're not long-term business. If you do drugs in the room, keep it quiet and don't do anything that requires smoking in the room. We will call the cops and they will arrest you. The cops are our buddies. I'm in a small town and I'm on a first-name basis with them. We are a huge revenue stream for the city. If I call them, they're usually here before I hang up. They will always side with us. A night in a cell for trespassing is not fun. As an aside, they don't bother me at drunk checkpoints, so that's nice. Don't steal from the room. We will bill you for it. 
it will cost more than you expect. If you damage something, come clean. If it's something the maintenance dude can fix, we'll probably just bill you for supplies in an hour of his time. If you try and hide it, we'll bill you contractor rate. If something was damaged when you get in, let us know right away in case we missed something from the last guest. Always inspect your room as soon as you check in for this reason. People do die here. About half are old people that die of being old. The other half are people that check in to check out. It's a really messed up thing to do to the housekeepers. The housekeepers here are kind of superstitious and do not like going into rooms that people have died in. It's kind of weird knowing I'm the last person that someone talked to. Tip number one. If you're going to screw around on your spouse, use an assumed name. The front desk agent will probably be cool and not ask too many questions a $20 bill doesn't answer. I had a guy come in and say he lost his room key and forgot his room number. I asked for his ID and it matched the last name on my ledger. Gave him a key with the number. That was protocol. Turns out, he was there to catch his wife in the act. Tip number two, always use that second arm lock, though some hotel staff have a tool to disable that as well. Hotels sometimes overbook rooms, typically more so in the summer since that's a busy season. They're relying on some people either canceling or not showing up. Always a good idea to call and confirm your reservation on the day of arrival, especially if you're going to be late. Yay, I can finally answer this. I work at an upscale resort. Nights average $500 a night. I work in the entertainment department, meaning we help with both the daycare center and with large groups in-house that companies host. I will say that our child daycare is pretty safe. The only sketchy thing I would say is that we will always tell you that your kid has a good time, regardless if they have been crying up until just before you got there. Parents leave their numbers with us to call if the kid wants to go home, but whenever a kid complains that they want to go home, we do everything in our power to make sure that they stay. Because money. Also, the in-group activities that we do, biking, hiking, etc., are sometimes made up on the spot, since the entertainment department decided not to properly train us in all of our offered activities. Newer staff, generally the people that only work summers, are told the morning of that they're running a certain activity and given a really vague rundown of how it's supposed to go and told to do their best to make stuff up but make sure it sounds good. Companies pay thousands of dollars for these activities, but I can assure you the thought that goes into these activities is essentially zero. Atelier here. I worked in numerous luxury five-star properties worldwide. You will be shocked if you know the food quality in buffets. I've seen yellow food coloring added and labeled as saffron sauce. Pan-fried sea bass? <laughs> it's pan-fried whitefish that comes in generic bags labeled white fish. People change the expiration date on stuff so that the food cost doesn't increase. The amount of frozen food sold and labeled as fresh is astounding. A la carte food tends to have much better quality. I'm a front desk manager at a hotel. I want to jump in and say something before this gets real big. When this kind of thread pops up, someone always says that the front desk GSA can upgrade or change rates for a guest if the guest is nice to them or tips them. While this may happen sometimes, it's not common. If one of my employees gave someone a cheapo rate, he has to explain why. It'll come up in our reports. That being said, hotels are a ton of fun. I can't think of any big secrets, but I will say this. If you have any questions or requests, no matter how stupid or weird, let the staff know. We love to help people. That's why we went into the industry. And it makes it a lot better for both the guest and the staff when we can help you while you're still in the hotel and not when you're calling corporate after checkout to complain. I've worked at a few independent hotels in a couple tourist towns. A few things. Ask about places to eat. I know there's a Wendy's across the street or the center of town has lots of nice looking restaurants, but one of those is pointless and sad, and the other one is going to gouge you for mediocre food. This can also apply to things to do. If we recommend a restaurant, we probably either like that place or know our coworkers like it. If we recommend an activity, it's entirely possible we were basically bribed. 
I would never tell someone to go somewhere I think is awful, but if there's seven rafting places in town of equal quality, I'm going to send you to the one that will bring me sandwiches for sending you. We take your stuff. Not immediately, but if we can't figure out who you are or the number doesn't work when we call you and you forgot your $300 watch and can't be bothered to try and find it for three to four months, that's my watch. Again, though, we are very honest about lost stuff. Most places I've been have some sort of file for lost and found or at least organize it by month. If you call, we will look and do our best to find your stuff. But people lose so many things that if we kept it all, half the rooms would be full of your bras and flip-flops. It doesn't hurt to ask if there's a better rate. Depending on the property, if you're nice or in a pinch, the front desk has the power to do a lot with your rate. At one property I worked at, if we were almost full and it was past 9pm, I could cut $50 off the rate if I felt like it. At most though, I can only really give a 10% discount, but I can do it for almost any reason. That said, don't fight about the rate. No harm in asking, but if you push or get belligerent, I'm not doing crap for you. Also, don't argue with me about the rate being right. Yes, the tax is stupid high. Yes, we're expensive. No, I won't give you the winter rates. Yes, I'm sure that's right. The computer is smarter than both of us. If you go through the internet, Expedia, Hotels.com, and Travelocity are the same thing, and they are jerks. Yeah, you'll get a discounted rate, but the fees can sometimes end up making it more expensive. They also severely undercut a lot of hotels because they have the leverage to do so. We can't do anything to your reservation without notification for whatever online service you used. Call them. They send us a fax slash email. The reservation is changed or canceled. Don't call us, though. We need that fax slash email before we can do anything. Sorry if that makes no sense. You decided to use the service. Worked for a while on Princess. The cruise line pays for the time that any boat is docked. Therefore, it is good for the bottom line if the ship gets out of the port as soon as possible. Ports that are closer to a big city cost more money. That's why we would sometimes dock far away from a major destination and passengers would have to take a train to the big city. The ship only makes good money while it's out at sea, so I've been on voyages that would spend the late afternoon or night at sea instead of in port, in spite of two destinations being 30 minutes from one another. There are situations I've seen on Atlantic crossing voyages that destination locations are listed that the ship will be visiting, but no one has had good enough weather to get into that port in years. It just makes it look like there will be a destination instead of repeated days at sea. The labor force on different cruise lines tend to be preferred by different ethnicities. There are actually two crew bars, one for the officers and one for the rest of the crew. Boils down to being pretty racist with one for English speakers and one for everyone else. As a non-officer, I was literally not allowed to dance with customers on the club dance floor. Drinks and cigarettes are really cheap for the crew. Patter and jokes for most shows are repeated week in, week out. On Princess, there was a 9 to 1 guy to girl ratio among the crew. Suffice it to say, that really ugly chicks were prizes. We pray you don't finish all that banquet food so we can! Oh, and untouched food eaten out of bus tubs. That's a thing. At IHG Hotels, that is, Holiday Inn, Staybridge Suites, Crown Plaza, etc., if you stay there for a funeral slash death and you ASK for the bereavement rate, it's close to 50% off. We also weren't allowed to mention it exists, or give the rate unless directly asked for it by a guest checking in. Something else we hear from guests? Generally, when a guest booked a room from a third-party company, Orbitz, Booking, Expedia, they typically paid more. Our managers had us go out of our way to hide that from guests. Lastly, if a guest came into the hotel that didn't fit their ideal guest, that is, tattoos, tattered clothes, etc., we were instructed to quote them a much higher room price, and they decided to stay to actually charge them this inflated price. I work as a longshoreman at a cruise ship terminal. More people die on cruises than you realize, mostly old people. 
Norovirus is very common, but more so during flu season. Crew members will go missing, often hitching a free ride to New York City. Rare occasion, your luggage will fall in the water being loaded onto the ship. The ship will give you a very crappy refund for your loss of luggage. And if you're going to a berth with more than one ship docked, make sure you know what ship you're going on. Idiots tend to let their luggage get on the wrong ship and have a lovely week without it. Word of advice, if you're getting on a cruise ship in New York City, if your ship leaves at 4 o'clock, get there at 1.30 or 2. You will avoid the crowds and the check-in lines and your luggage will be attended to right away. I worked at Holiday Inn Express for a little bit. Spread a towel out on the counter before putting your stuff on it, because I know some of my coworkers would go from floor to shower to toilet to sink with the same rag. We typically get 10 rags a day to clean. They are color-coded to match the cleaner they're used with, i.e. bathroom is pink, window slash glass is blue, dusting solution is yellow, and we use two or three per room. If you have 15 rooms, that means you use the same cleaning rag for three bathrooms. And for the guest, that's the best case scenario. I know girls who would do 12 rooms or more with two rags. Bathroom and not bathroom. Nobody gave a crap. The goal was to remove all traces of the last guest and make it smell nice. It was the most disgusting and demeaning job I've ever had. My friend worked on Royal Caribbean on the, if I recall correctly, Explorer of the Seas back in 2006. Said I could book a cruise through him for $15 a night, employee discount. I might have to stay in his cabin with him, but he would see what he could do about getting an unused room for me. Since he departed from Bayonne, New Jersey, and I lived close, I decided to take him up on the offer and do a four-night trip to Bermuda. The regular room, an interior cabin, panned out so I had my own room to myself, and I got a pass that allowed me access to employee-only areas. I don't know if I was supposed to be escorted with my friend in all of the non-guest areas, but no one said anything to me when I walked around the ship as long as I had my employee guest badge with access to all the employees-only doors that my badge allowed. I certainly gave no reason for anyone to be suspicious, so that probably helped. Lots of fun to just go exploring a little bit. The crew areas were relatively clean, reminded me of hospital hallways. I saw two crew bars. There was one that was sort of outside, I think on the rear of the ship, and one upstairs with wood paneling. Nothing to be excited about, but was fun to see them nonetheless. That's where I did my cheap drinking. Never saw the jail, but did see the medical office. They had lots of Dramamine on the wall. Help yourself, which I did. The first night I was on the ship was rough. The crew was a blast to hang out with. Lots of really fun people. My friend gave me the lowdown of everyone on the ship one night, who had hooked up with who. As incestuous as it was, everyone seemed pretty cool and willing to keep swapping the bodily fluids. No room for jealousy when you only have so many people to bang. I hated reading that. There were definitely clicks. The entertainers hung out with the entertainers, the waiters and waitresses, and hung out with themselves. My friend worked in an area where he got to know everyone, luckily. None of the busboys were likely to bang a sexy stage show dancer, is what I picked up from the interactions. Since I was not an employee, but not exactly a guest, I was in a gray area and was unusually entertaining to the women I met. Intimacy would have been like fishing in a barrel. I'm not bragging or anything. Truth is, I really wanted to hang with my friend for the limited time that he was not on duty, not spend time with random women that I won't see again. I don't regret that. Okay, maybe a little bit. One thing I took away was just how absolutely professional the crew at Royal Caribbean were. They loved their jobs, loved making the experience positive for the guests, and took that overall experience very personally. Whatever issues I saw stemmed from humans just being human. Nothing that would turn me away from traveling Royal Caribbean. Quite the contrary. If working on a cruise is something that you are mulling, I'd recommend it based on what I saw, at least on Royal Caribbean. It is a truly unique experience that I don't think enough people consider at a time in their lives when they are looking for a rewarding challenge. TLDR, friend worked for Royal Caribbean, I traveled with him at employee cost, got access to employee areas, saw stuff, got a great impression of Royal Caribbean employees, and a positive experience overall. 
Could have had a lot of intimacy, though. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications. Put the playlist on in the background to finish listening to all the stories linked at the top of the description. And if you like Am I the Genius, give Am I the Jerk a shot linked in the description, too. Either way, thanks a lot for watching, and we'll see you guys next time.